Good afternoon, Patriots. And today is Friday, July 7th. And it's Prayer Friday, which is awesome. And I'm, I have to be, I have to give true confession here. I, I really do. I had that sudden, like, two-second delay of getting on the mic because I was just finishing nibbling on some fresh walnuts and some chocolate chips. Oh, man. If you haven't tried that little delicacy that's all natural and give it a shot and be careful when you do it because you need to you need to ration yourself because if you don't ration yourself you'll end up discovering that the bag of walnuts went down really fast and the bag of chocolate chips went down too fast and then you're going to be like oh, okay that's going to mean lots of time in the gym and not that that ever happened to me ever but just saying just letting you know word of caution don't uh don't try this at home. That's the as a professional would say, don't try this at home. Patriots, I'll tell you what, we've got some great stuff today. Great I love prayer Fridays. Happy you're all here. Before we begin today, let's talk about air quality. Because air quality is good. And in this time when they're spraying stuff in the air and we've got all sorts of craziness going on in our world, we've got bio agents and we've got this or that. I would say that air quality is probably one of the most important things we have to deal with. So that is why we have the EnviroCleanse unit. It's EKPure, EKPure.com, EKPure.com. And this is a fantastic unit. This is actually a unit that's all made in the United States. Has It uses a hospital-grade HEPA filter and a mineral filter. And it literally filters out all of the impurities, including allergens and things that cause respiratory issues, Your the uh, bacterias, the creepy crawly viruses that are supposed to be everywhere, all of this stuff. And it's incredible quality. It's strong, well-made, nice unit, very attractive. Sits in the, very quiet too. So check this out. I mean, you head on over to ekpure.com, ekpure.com. Use your promo code BARDS and you're going to get 10% off, which is awesome. And then you're also going to get with it a free air quality monitor. And what that's going to allow you to do is to verify the truth, which is this stuff really does work. And it works beautifully. I've had mine running literally 24-7 for about a month. And it makes a huge difference. And I I love it. I And I never thought I would say that about an air quality filter. Matter of fact, I've never run into an air filter that impressed me. This one does. So check it out. It's... Um, ekpure.com, ekpure.com. Use your promo code BARDS, get 10% off. You will not be disappointed. Great product. Great change in your life, too, is the other part. So obviously, we've got some prayers to get to, but just a little bit of upfront stuff before we get going. Um, we have a world that has literally gone off the rails, but the one thing that's suddenly happening around the world is there's an awakening to the importance of our children. Thank goodness, finally. And that is something now that is really going to be challenging for people because people are going to be asking and wondering, well, what can I do? And hopefully people here in Bard's Nation are pretty clear that we are developing a plan of action that is going to be substantial and that everybody can participate in it. But the difference is that we become a culture, and this is just the way what has evolved, is that getting involved many times means that we need to, we just donate to something. And then it's a fire and forget. So I can give $100 a month, I can give $50 a month, whatever whatever works. And that becomes our function of how to be involved. Now, 
I'm not going to tell you that we're not going to do some fundraising at, at times down the road for what we now, what God has called this to be Operation Vineyard, which we will. We'll have various avenues of mechanisms in place to help raise the financial capital that will be needed for parts parts of this. And that'll come in many different forms. And you know that I'm not big on asking for donations. I just don't, I just don't do it, I run things that way. And then this is to the core of my point. This is not a financial pitch. Let's be very clear. <laughs> you can almost hear people like cringing going, oh gosh, here he goes. He's going to start asking us for money. No, not going to do that. I'm asking you for your heart. I'm asking you to be clear in your heart with God of what you're committing to. And that's all I'm asking. And I'm asking that when you pray into this and wherever you go, whatever you decide, that you literally lean into this with your whole heart and you make this a commission in your life and let God lead you to whatever part of that path is on. For whatever reason, God has given me the commission to be able to speak here and to share this. But I've said this many times, there's so many pieces to this movement. And whether it's baking or whether it's fixing cars, I want to just tell you a quick story here. Um, it's just powerful because it, fixing cars is my point. I had a great call with Brad, Pastor Brad Cummings last night. We were talking about this sort of things. We think in terms of like, how do I help the children? And we put ourselves right on the point of the spear, like we're going to rescue them. But here's another layer of this. At Glad Tidings Church, they were dealing with single mothers that were trying to get back on their feet. And this goes, this is some time back, a number of years back. And what they discovered in the counselings and the in the prayer sessions with the mother is that one of the biggest things that was happening and I've told this story here before, but I want to put it in context, was that they were having trouble affording to keeping keeping their car going. So in the in this in the service one Saturday, Dave stood up in front of everybody, Pastor Dave, and he said, Look, here's our problem. What do we have? We we have a problem. We need to help get these people's car fixed. And one guy raised his hand and he said, I'm a mechanic. And another guy said, and I can give my I can give one Saturday a month. And another guy raised his hand. He goes, I have a mechanic garage that I can open one Saturday a month. And so they created a, a community coming together of one time a month where single mothers could come in and have their cars repaired for free. Now think about the, how that works. Because if the car's repaired for free or the car's repaired so they now have a car to work and they can get to work, which means they can keep their house payment made and keep food on the table for their child. You see how God works. The entire mission now is about children. So that's, I just want you to think that way and be empowered. And as we move forward here, when you step into this, however form you are, this isn't always going to have instruction. Sometimes you're going to have to let God lead your heart. But we, we're building this amazing and beautiful framework that we call Operation Vineyard. And with that, there's room for Anything that anybody's called to do within, I mean, pretty much. If you're called by God, it's going to be a good thing. There's going to be room for it. So that's it. Just a nice way to start a Friday prayer session to get our prayers in alignment with what is what is a wonderful commission before us to do one of the greatest things ever, to rip the legs out from underneath this evil cabal that's been raping, pillaging, and preying on our children, and to literally take from the jaws of death humanity and restore it to kingdom and give back to kingdom the most precious 
precious jewel they've ever given us, which is the children. All right, Patriots, one last thing before we get going, and that would be the issue of food. This evil cabal has a full intention of using food as a weapon system. They, they live by this principle of control the food, control the people, control the fuel, control the country, or, and control the, the money and control the world. And they're openly saying right now, as they roll out this next level of financial tyranny, which will be the CBDC and the sort of thing, that they will openly exclude people that, it's, that, is not, uh, that they don't feel worthy. That means, you can just guarantee that means every one of us, which is fine with me. I'm like, good, I don't want to be part of their system. And so part of that, though, is we have to do some preparation for these times. There's a lot of crises coming. We know that there's going to be food shortages. There's a lot of things coming on the horizon. And I'm a staunch believer that you have to have different layers in your preparation program, one of which has to be long-term emergency food that you can have set aside and not have to ever worry about it. And that would be my Patriot Supply. Their food will last for over 20 years on the shelf. It's a literally store and forget until you need it sometime. And it's a full nutritious package. They have full meals, great flavor, everything about it. It's quality. So if you had, if you use preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com, you head over there. There's some great savings, great values. Take advantage of it. Take a look at what's offered there. Use, identify what your family needs. Get something for each member of the family so that you have, you are prepared. And that's, that's an investment for this sort of uncertain times. And it's a, you know, you consider the length of time of that over 20 years or more on the shelf. That's a good investment. So head on over to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. You'll be very happy you did. Great way to add another layer of, of food security to your whole model, especially since food security isn't just about us. It's going to be about our neighborhoods and other things. So again, preparewithbards.com. And as a f- final note on this, Talking to a couple, a person this morning down in the, in the Midwest and also locally, but in the Midwest, they are already experiencing people that have gone out at night and gone onto the ranches and are killing cows and butchering them on site because they don't have enough money for food. This thing is getting real. I'm not kidding about it. So we got to keep our prayers up. All right, patriots, let's open with some good prayers. Father, we come to you today humbled, blessed, and openly declaring our authorities that are given to us by Jesus in the, with the blood of Christ to literally heal, cast out demons, raise the dead, and do greater works than he. So, Father, today we come to you humbled with our hearts open, knowing that there's going to be some amazing prayers here before us. We ask that you hear our prayers, and as we declare these moving forward to Guide us as we pray. Open our eyes to the things that we often don't see in the words but are deeper in the meaning of the prayer and to lead us in an amazing way to heal and to restore. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right. We are ready. Asking for prayer for myself. Have a, have a fever and headache. My husband has been sick in bed for three days, canceling our trip to Idaho. That's from Sisu. Well, Father, we're just extending our hands right now, and we're just praying over Sisu and her husband. And for whatever the malady is that they're dealing with, we're absolutely rebuking any of that infection. It's pushing it back 
and we're praying just the flooding of the Holy Spirit upon them. And we're praying for restorative and immediate and miraculous healing for both of them. The fevers are pushed away, the, the sickness passes, and then we're placing a hedge of protection around them both for whatever is coming there. And for any demonic influence there, we're, we're rebuking that and just letting the Holy Spirit flood in and just completely heal and restore the bodies back to the perfection the kingdom intended. And just to lift up the hearts and with a full knowledge and strength and refreshing nature of knowing that all of this is truly the Holy Spirit that's restoring the body to its full. We have a prayer here. This is me speaking. I'm going to add this in. We've got two prayers for, for different two different prayers here coming up. One is for our mod punky. And so, Father, I want to thank you for a very safe and um, seemingly rapid healing for Punky, our, our mod. We're praying for a continued rapid and complete healing without any complications, no pain, and full restoration in the body and to also just place a hedge of protection around and a cleansing flow of the Holy Spirit through the body to push out any other vectors that may cause problems, to rebuke any demonic influence and wrap that whole family and that their house in a massive wall, a hedge of protection with the Holy Spirit to keep the demonic out and to continue to raise the light of the Holy Spirit within to turn this house, their lives, their, each one of them into the beacon as if looking at the light on the, of the city on the hill. And Father, we also have a prayer for Steve Kusick who has been dealing with blood pressure and we're, we're blessed that we're hearing positive reports there that it's improving. But Father, improving isn't what we're seeking. We're seeking a miraculous and total healing of the body. And whatever the motive or cause of that blood pressure is, we push it out. We rebuke it totally. We focus purely on the healing of the Holy Spirit flowing through Steve's body to restore his body, to, to return the blood pressure to a normal level and to restore the strength and the fullness of the body as kingdom intended. And for any demonic activity that's out there, and we know Steve prays a lot, but for any demonic activity, that we have established this boundary that you cannot cross. And this is a boundary established by the blood of Christ. That's for Steve, his family, and his, his home. And just ask for a continued and progressive and powerful immediate healing over Steve's body. It says, I'm in a desperate need of intercession prayer. Knee deep in spiritual warfare here. The enemy is ramping up spiritual attacks trying to obliterate me. I told my pastor a few weeks ago the story how Anton LaVey died, and shortly after, two witches and a warlock showed up at a sermon and cursed everyone. Not joking, please help. Robert Kilroy. Okay. Get your spiritual warfare armor on, patriots. This has got some dark stuff to it. Father God, we're going to step into this place and we're praying around a massive hedge of protection and establishing a spiritual bloodline around the church and around Robert Kilroy and about all the members of that congregation that were apparently cursed by Satanists and witches. 
We're rebuking any of the curse that was put before them and any of the demonic activity or spell casting that was done. We're completely rebuking it and, and pushing it back. For the witches and the warlock, anything that you cast will turn back on you. And it will turn back on you seven times in force. And going forward, anything that you continue to push towards them will return itself back on you by the force of seven times. For any of the demons that are in there, understand that the protection that we placed around this church, around this congregation, around Robert Kilroy, that there's a line here that you cannot cross. If you so touch these people, if you so attempt to touch these people, that you'll truly run into the power and the might of our Savior and Lord Christ. And in so doing, you'll be immediately cast into the lake of fire, bound, and forever have to speak the words, Jesus is Lord. For those in the congregation, we also pray for a disp dispelling of fear. The one thing that the demonic plays on is the idea that we become fearful and then we embrace the contract which they put before us, which comes in the form of spells, spell casting, curses, etc. So to Robert Kilroy and to the congregation, this is the word, fear not. You have to step away from your fear and, and this fight that you are in because you're, as you fight in fear, you're opening the door to more demonic activity. So we rebuke fear and we pray for a fulfillment of the Holy Spirit to flow through Robert Kilroy and that congregation to give them un, amazing strength and to push the fear out and to be able to now stand as God commands us in this time, in this hour, in this gap. Look evil in the eye, speak Jesus, and declare your authorities that God gave you. And we say these things in Christ's name. Prayers needed. My hubby has a biopsy lined up for Monday, July 17th. For my mom, who's turning 80 this month, has to go in for an ultrasound because of her mammogram came back with questions. That's from Fireproof. Well, Father, we're, we're praying for Fireproof's husband. And we pray that whatever this biopsy is, that there'll be no results, that everything will be benign, that this biopsy will just return a very positive result and that whatever, whatever is ailing the body, we, we rebuke that and we pray for healing over that and we declare healing over Fireproof's husband's body, complete and total healing. We also declare healing over Fireproof's mom and just pray that whatever that issue was that came up in the mammogram, that when they seek the ultrasound, that there will be nothing there. They will be completely restored and healed. No problems, no cancers, no tumors, no blemishes, nothing. We just pray for the this family to put a hedge of protection around them, just a light of healing that will flow through each of them, and the Holy Spirit totally fills each one of them and restores their bodies to the perfection as needed. And may they feel that power and know that the source of that comes truly from the Holy Spirit and to be able to speak testimony to that into the world. I can use some prayers from the enemy that keeps attacking my husband and myself we seem to be plagued by invasive neighbors here in California and mostly prayers for all the children above all. God is telling me we are, we are, we all are going to open our homes to the children. Jillian SD.
There's a interesting thing is coming up as I think about this. Jilly in SD, there's a lot of love that you're giving and care to your rabbits. This is not unrelated because that care and nurturing is at the core of your strength. So whatever the purpose, whatever the attacks are around this enemy that's attacking your Jilly Estes husband and her and the uh, and invasive neighbors. This is a this is, needs to be. We need to pray a strong hedge of protection around this. So we're going to pray. We're praying, Father, just in declaring a powerful hedge of protection around the property, around their individual selves. We're just praying for the presence of the Holy Spirit just to flood that entire property of theirs. And to just fill it with a tremendous, overpowering sense of joy and love and nurturing that comes right from that same nurturing that Jillian S.D. gives to her rabbits every day. And just fill that space up so where it literally becomes a, a place that when you put your foot on it, you feel that Holy Spirit flow through you. This, Father, is one of these small outlets, this small campfire strongholds that you've shown me in vision. And this is here, Father. We pray just that this will be completely restored into the into the glory of kingdom. And in so doing, creating a space with this and a, a, this wall and hedge of protection that's around it that will continue to be see life nurtured and become a and a place that will grow to be a safe place where children in need will find safety, will be able to be healed and be restored. Bless them in all that they do. And we declare these things in Christ Jesus' name. Patriots and Bards Warriors, I am so thankful to be part of this remnant. You all saved me. I was going the wrong direction, and you and Scott woke me up and turned me around. I've always believed in Father, but I was living the world, I was living of the world word world and not just merely in it. I have to listen to the nation during the weeks to keep me focused and directed on the things I need to do and be aware. Thank you all so much for your strength. We build each other up. I know none of you, but I feel, I feel I know you all and I love you all. For this past three weeks, I have been praying on what role I can do in this horrendous problem with our children. Being in law enforcement, I see some of this firsthand. Going in and being the hero and rescuing is easy, is the easy part. What happens after that is the hard part. It makes me so angry with Father sometimes. I just don't understand why he always allows that to happen to innocent children. I cannot imagine the horrors they face. Do they know Father is there to, to do? Is there, do they pray? One of my favorite hymns really hits me when I think of it. It's called A Child's Prayer. Heavenly Father, are you really there? And do you hear and answer every child's prayer? Some, t- some say that heaven is far away, but I feel it is close around me as I pray. Heavenly Father, I remember now something that Jesus told, Jesus told disciples long ago. Suffer the children to come to me. Father, I, in prayer, I'm coming now to thee. Bards Warriors, please pray for me that I find my place, whether it be at the tip of the spear or making coffee in the rear. The messages that Father sends through Scott are coming loud and clear. Thank you all. 
Thank you all six in the chat. Update. I have been involved with men's rehabilitation project in our county. It was part of put upon me to speak with one of the ministers in charge. I asked him if we could do this, why we could not do this for children. He told me, Vest, this is incredible because the Lord had put on put the same thing on my on him. Glory to God. This is the spark I will not let die. County by county, bless you all. Well, six in the chat. And just a word, first of all, in the frustration with Father. And Father, here's your heart. And I, I will just tell you that it's a commendable, absolutely commendable that you are honest to speak your heart honestly. Too much of the time we don't, and we don't want to speak it. And unfortunately, the truth doesn't come out. We have to understand, I think, in, in a very realistic way that we've been given authority over this world. And the cloud of witnesses and heaven itself is waiting for us to step in as the children of the Most High, to claim our authorities and take back what is was given to us to steward. So with that said, Father, we open this prayer with just, an, a, just a beautiful washing and cleansing with the Holy Spirit. They'll just lay over this church over six in chat and just uh, thank you for an honesty of heart that's come forward. Too often, Father, we hear, when we hear things that maybe we question or why someone says that or even questions you, we want to rebuke. And so, Father, what, what I'm praying in right here is that this is a moment where six in the chat can literally experience the most intimate and beautiful development of a relationship with you than ever imagined possible in his life. That this honesty is the honesty that we know kingdom seeks. And we know that we all come from different stations. This is a complex world. But so, Father, we just ask that you just flood six in the chat with just an overwhelming sense of wisdom and the, the joy of walking within the light and the the excitement of the challenge of overcoming one of the greatest evils known to man. So, Father God, we just we pray for the blessings on this church as they step into a new commission to really start to understand that we all can make a difference in this fight to, to literally heal and restore the children. And Father, furthermore, we just we pray that the wisdom and strength that this courage is an as a officer of the law that sees these things firsthand, that six in the chat will be given the discernment and the eyes and the wisdom as he steps forward to literally be able to lead the church and lead the community to new levels in a county-by-county county model to build the foundations that you've placed upon us for Operation Vineyard and to become a, a literally a shining city on the hill that the children will be drawn to, that people will recognize, and that this love of the Holy Spirit will spread from limit to limit on the county lines, that when you step into that county, you'll simply be overwhelmed with the presence of love, the power of the Holy Spirit, and just the courageous nature of the men and women of God. We say these things in Christ's name. Thank you, Bard's Nation Prayer Warriors, for your prayers for my dad's recovery from the stroke he suffered three weeks ago. I'm happy to update everyone that my dad has made great improvements in his mobility and has retained his pre-stroke memory. His heart surgery has been pushed back because his condition has improved so quickly. What a blessing. 
On the other hand, he is really struggling with his speech. Because of the damage from the blood clot, he has to relearn how to connect his memory to the verbal center of his brain in order to clearly speak. I humbly ask for prayers for his speech to improve, please. It frustrates him greatly that he knows the answers but can't speak them. Thank you all so very much for your continued support and thoughtful comments. God bless, Paperback Patriot. Well, Father, we begin just by a thank you of just the miracles of healing that just continue to flow through these prayers and a reminder truly of how our declaration of authorities opens the door through, through loving and forgiving hearts to flow in to truly transform lives. And so we begin this prayer here actually with Paper Bag Patriot. And we pray for Paper Bag in a powerful way. She's had an uphill fight in really holding the family together in a love in Christ and to bring Jesus in a full force into the life of the whole family. So, Father, just pray for an inspiration to her heart and know that the seeds that she's sowing, we cannot always see the roots begin, but they're there. And that with that, truly, the paper bag can be filled with the confidence and the wisdom to know that everything that she's doing is truly moving things in the right direction and that she's doing kingdom work. Father, we also pray for Paperbag's father, who's with this stroke, now as we've heard the testimony, there's the brain function and the speech function seem to be disconnected. So we declare absolute immediate healing over this, that we see the alignment now in our prayers and in our, in our, as we hold our hands up as if our hands are sitting there right above him. We see the alignment of the speech and the brain functions coming back together, a perfect unity. And so a word for Paperbag's father, breathe, breathe in, breathe in the Holy Spirit, breathe in and just breathe and trust your daughter, trust your daughter to tell you, to guide you, to breathe in. And as you do, let the Holy Spirit in. The Holy Spirit's gonna weave this back together. There's something here with this moment about patience too. Agitation, when we lose something, we tend to get very aggravated. This is an amazing opportunity here for both Paper Bag and her father to appreciate each other in a place greater than words. The healing has begun. But take this moment and you feel that Holy Spirit flow through and to totally fill that room and that space. And Paper Bag, you are the, you are the conduit. You're the disciple in place. You're the agent on the point of the spear. Lift your hands, pray into it. And again, as we pray, we declare, Father, absolute and miraculous healing over Paperbag's Father with one little caveat. As that healing flows through and the alignment of the mind and the speech begin again, we pray for the total understanding deep in the heart of the source of where that healing came from. That you, Father, and the power of the Holy Spirit is filled paper bags, Father. And Jesus, may your presence be there in such a magnificent way as to open his eyes to the glory and power of kingdom and all of your love in Christ's name. Prayer request for my good friend. Bards, please pray for my friend Deb. She has severe lung and sinus, inf she has a severe lung and sinus infection. 
that has been giving her an awful time breathing and sleeping for months. Thank you for everyone praying, Lorraine, or Lauren, excuse me. Well, Father, we are, we can't have these sorts of things. This isn't the human walk. And so, Father, we, we just literally lift our hands and pray into this and declare absolute and total healing over Deb. That this lung and sinus infection be gone. This seems to be a common thing and may very possibly be related to 5G. So we also pray for a powerful hedge of protection around her body and around her home and everywhere she goes. And this hedge of protection is powerful. This is literally the, a flowing, energized hedge of just a Holy Spirit there. And with it, we also establish a line of protection for any demonic that's trying to enter in. We rebuke any of those demonic influences, but we also establish this, that for any demon or any demonic influence that decides to try to get to Deb, you'll be immediately cast to the lake of fire, bound for eternity to speak the words, Jesus is Lord. So, Father, we pray healing over Deb. We just pray for the flooding in of the Holy Spirit to cleanse the body, to cleanse the lungs, to, to cleanse the sinuses, push out any of this infection, and restore that body to the might and glory of kingdom. We say these things in Christ's name. Heaven received Linda Yon yesterday, the beloved wife of my good friend, Dr. Rick Yon, and the loving mother of my friend and team member, Steve Yon, is now in the presence of our Savior. We pray for the Yon family and send our love to them. Amir. Well, Father, we just pray for the healing of this family and just the, the, these are these sorts of losses as who we are. We are also pain in the heart and those confessed her. So what we pray most importantly is just a loving and cleansing flow of the Holy Spirit through the heart and that there's no lesions, there's no festering, there's no residual pain that can allow for any sort of demonic corruption to enter in. So we place a hedge of protection around this family and around the family members and just a beautiful flow of the Holy Spirit to be able to see Linda Yon for truly who she was, to appreciate and celebrate her life as she was, to breathe in and just to completely celebrate all that she she gave to each one, to stay away from the, the pain of the loss, even though that's real, but to turn and convert this moment into a celebration of life. Guide them and protect them in these days ahead. In Christ Jesus' name. Prayers of healing for Maga Qnut, for burdens to be lifted and the wisdom for discernment to be given to him. Hmm. Maga Qnut is a great testimony. So let me speak to that first. We do want prayers up, so lift your prayers on him because this is a real testimony. I've mentioned this before, but I have a lot of respect for this young man. He came to Bard's Nation uh, completely focused on the Palladians and Galactic Empire. And in my own testimony, there was I, it, it was at times frustrating. But we had a great work of the community of Bard's Nation of coming around him, and as he has gone forward, he has accepted Christ as his Savior, which is wonderful. 
and he's even started, to my knowledge, still doing it. I haven't talked to him for a while, but he's started his own podcast talking about his journey and asking hard questions, which is good. That's, that's growing in the strength of the Holy Spirit. So, Father, whatever is burdening Maggie Cunut, this is a young man that has a heart for Jesus, and he's walked a path, and you've put him in directly in my path. So there's something of keen interest here in this prayer today. We often have the hit hardest points we hit along the road to challenge us to let go of what was to step into the new doors that only God can open. And I don't know here if that's exactly the case, but there seems to be something there. Whatever these burdens are, Father, we just ask that Magakunat can be blessed with eyes to see and the discernment needed in each step, the wisdom as well, because there's a lot of things happening here. And as that wisdom is given and flows through him, that he can see his role so much and many times is a way we change the lens on the position that we're at. I know there's some challenges at home. I know there's some challenges with work. There's been challenges with his vehicle. All of these things, Father, we just ask that these chains that are tying will be broken. And the sort of influences that are trying to pull him one way or another will be severed. And he'd be truly free to step into that new door that only you can open, Father. And there seems to be something that is waiting for him. And with that, may he have the courage, the courage that he used to, to accept Christ. May that courage now be flood through him in his heart to know that as that door opens, to be able to discern and recognize it, to step in, and to truly embrace the glory of what awaits in this step forward. There's something pulling him. And there's something trying to hold him back. And so we rebuke any of that that's around him. We establish a hedge of protection around him. And this is truly a powerful wall that we're establishing with, with this statement that any of the demonic forces that are trying to torment or mislead this young man, you're now rebuked and you're put on notice. If you come near him, anywhere near him, you try to influence him, whisper to him, get in his way, cause disruption in his life of any form, any of those demons, even if they're active right now, right now you're on notice that you'll be immediately cast into the lake of fire. And you will be not only committed for eternity to speak the word of Jesus as Lord, but I will guarantee you, you will speak it before your dark master. He is to be left alone. And Father, we just pray for the Holy Spirit to flood in, to just take away the doubt, take away some of these burdens to refresh this young man and to truly give him eyes for Jesus to walk boldly into the world. Amen. I'm asking for a prayer for my husband, Charlie. He's scheduled for a complete left hip replacement on July 13th. He also has vein problems in his legs. Both make it hard for him to walk. He's a stubborn Dutchman, so he powers through. I pray that both of these issues are completely healed. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you and blessings all. Nancy. <laughs> Stubborn Dutchman. That's interesting. That's in there. My last name is Kester, and Kester were Dutch box, box makers of origin. And Stubborn is my middle name especially when it comes to pain. So I totally get this. It's a nice little reminder.
Father, this is one of these moments where the strength of the physical body needs to be aligned with the might of the spiritual. And so right here, we're praying that just a complete washing and cleansing of all the, the, the past binds, the ancestral curses, anything that's there is now broken. And this hip that's causing a problem, whatever is causing a problem, Father, we're just visualizing a complete, miraculous, immediate restoration, something miracle level, that when they go in to do surgery, there'll be no reason to have surgery. And that that pain, let that pain just go away, wash away, and let the blood of Christ just flow upon that hip and that pain and take it away. And Jesus, we just ask that you'll be there in presence to literally just place a hand on his hip. And in so doing, this is for this is for Charlie. Do you want to be healed? Speak Jesus and walk. Speak Jesus and walk. And let, let our prayers just flow through this moment to see and transform the body to the perfection as it was intended, to rejuvenate the body, to refresh the body with the Holy Spirit, and to see that hip and that problem of pain just be cast away, that it is no more. It's just been washed out. And again, speak Jesus and walk. Amen. Would you all please pray for a big miracle? All right, I'm all in. Let's see where this one goes. I'm being taken back to court for child support for my son, JT, whom I haven't seen in six years. We moved to this, to his, he moved to his dad's right before he turned 11, and now he's turning 17. I haven't seen him or spoken to him for six long, terrible years. His dad kept him from me this whole time. There have been, there have been parent alienate, alienation and pathological lies set against me. My prayer is that God would use this circumstance in a mighty way to perform a wondrous miracle of reunification with my son that God would use this seemingly evil and unjust event and turn it for good, restoring my son to me and letting me have him back. Thanks, Mars Nation prayer warriors, especially you, Scott, for gathering and networking the saints and God's new army. God bless. First court date is 17 July. We are asking for a continuance to allow me time to gather the money for an attorney, retainer, and paperwork needed. Kids Voice. There's an injustice in all of this, Father, and it's there, and we can see it without even having to take sides because there should not be a separation of the, of the child from the mother ever. Whatever has led to this, whatever causes of the cause of this, whatever sorts of things are there, a word to begin without judgment is said, repent. Repent for all that you've, wherever you've walked this path. Do a deep repentance with the Father God. That's what each of us needs to do in these circumstances to begin with. That cleanses, restores, and rehabilitates. Father, we do pray for a hand truly of the justice of kingdom here. Whatever are the pains and injuries that exist, may they be healed. May a wisdom be put upon the hearts of both parents 
to realize that separating a child from one or the other does no benefit. For the issues of child support or the issues of attorneys, this is where things get so ugly. And it has nothing to do with the courts of heaven. So, Father, we're bringing this case to the courts of heaven here and now. And we're placing it before you. You know the details. We do not. But what we're asking here for is the type of judgment and the type of solution that the courts of heaven can deliver. We know that your love exists for all parties here. And then in the end, it's always about bringing people home, putting their eyes back on you, restorative healing of the hearts, to get rid of the vengeance in the heart, and to understand that when two people come together to create a child, it's a shared experience, not one or the other. And even though one may be imperfect or the other may be imperfect, the idea is that that child's a product of two. May that wisdom settle into the heart that sits before them. May a true justice flow through this experience. May a reunification happen to allow this young man to see his mother and to see him with see her with clear eyes. And may the father, for whatever reasons here, have a temperance placed on his heart to see again the woman that he shared a child with and see her with clear eyes. This is a moment of healing, Father. And we pray above all, healing. Restoration comes in time, but the first steps are healing. And so, Father, with the authorities declared upon us, with the blood of Christ, the authorities given to us on this earth by Jesus himself, we declare healing over this family. We declare healing as a process of this court system will lead to reason, and respect for one another once again. Whatever burdens and ills of the past, let it be cut free and let those shackles be released. Let us not be held back by what happened. Let us look forward into the renewed soul and spirit through the body of Christ. And may they all seek repentance. And for if they don't walk with Jesus, then may they feel the power of the Holy Spirit to bring them to such a place that they are humbled as they see each other anew with a respect for who they are and a, a true love in kingdom, not an emotional love, but a respect for who they are and what they created. And may that young man see his mother and realize that she's part of him in a good way. In Jesus' name, amen. I am asking for prayers for a friend, for a friend of mine's bride. She was having ter terrible headaches as of late. Well, last Thursday, my friend took his bride to the ER. They did a CAT scan and found a growth in her brain the size of an apple or orange. Rushed up to the bigger hospital where they operated last Saturday morning. The surgeon said he got 90% out. It is glioblastoma, pronounced glioblastoma. A, by the way, thanks for doing that. Some of these medical terms I really don't do well at. A very aggressive cancer. She might come home today. His name is Christopher and his bride is Nancy. Thank you. Update. Nancy had surgery last July, last Saturday, July 1st. Came home on Monday. Surgeon said he would, she would heal better at home. This is from a friend, Christopher, the husband. Thank you, everybody who prayed. 
Please keep praying for her and him. Pete Constantini. Well, Pete, we are happy to pray for your friend's bride, Nancy. Father, in a time when we are suffering from so much pain in so many ways, the attacks on family, the attacks on marriage, the attacks on relationships, trust in one another, the attacks on children, it doesn't surprise us that at a moment when there's about to be a union between two young people who are coming together in your name, to be attacked by something of this magnitude. This is all evil in its nature. What happens in the spiritual flows down to the physical. So, Father, we're going to begin with just a prayer within the physical realm. Whatever is out there that is causing this infection, that those influences, those chains, those instruments of pain are now severed from Nancy as we place a hedge of protection around Nancy and truly pray into the flowing down through our hearts and through our prayers of the Holy Spirit to just flood her body. This tumor, it's not going to grow anymore. We're going to rebuke any sort of the verbiage, the words, that, because words have the power of life and death. And in, in when spoken carelessly, they function as spellcasting. We rebuke all of that. As we rebuke it, we pray the words and speak the words life and Jesus and love and healing and restoration into Nancy's body. And we flow those words into her body through the power of the Holy Spirit in our prayers. And Father, we declare massive healing over her, miraculous healing that pushes away any of the negative influences and floods her with the restoration of prayer and love as we stand here today. May Nancy be restored quickly, her health restored miraculously, and may the two, these two people come together and truly build a union powerful in the kingdom. And no matter where they are in relationship to Jesus, may this moment inspire their hearts to seek him or seek him more deeply. And in their relationship with Christ, may they be blessed in a marriage. And a marriage is now built on the love through Christ that flows down to the love in their hearts. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I have a prayer from a friend for a friend that we prayed for last week. We're going to need to pray for him again. A good friend who's a wonderful man of God that is going through a very difficult divorce after 23 years of marriage. He was surprised to come home one day to find himself locked out, and then the games begin. As I've said before, as a person who has been through divorce, there's never one party in divorce. And I've had this conversation with him, so this is not something that is, I'm just keeping hidden or leaving here out in the open. And he's in full agreement. But the problem with divorce is that when we begin divorce, even the vestiges, those little threads that gave us respect for one another get broken, especially when attorneys get involved. It gets ugly. And then it becomes about money, and it becomes about leverage, and it becomes about the children and who's going to get access and alimony and child support and all this stuff. And all those concepts get watered down simply to who's going to get more money and have more property. It's a sad and sick statement into our life. 
This unfortunate relationship, this unfortunate event here has turned dark because it's taken two people who have been together for 23 years and now they're at odds with seemingly no way of return. I get that. But the part that's hard is that we are taking two people that have children together, that have raised children, that have now turned to hate. The eyes on each other are about distrust and defensiveness. And I'm not blaming saying hate is the right term, but there's, an, there's a, a venom that's happening between them. So, Father, you know who my heart is speaking of. The details are true and accurate. The name is withheld, but you know the name. And so I'm asking for prayers here, Father, today that we declare a miraculous healing of trust and wisdom and reason between these two people. Praying for the Holy Spirit to flood in. And whatever the, the, the burdens of the heart are on each, may that just be cleansed and washed away. And may the eyes of, of truth look upon each other and look at, and look at it themselves as well. These moments are trying. We're separating and truly pulling apart what becomes one body as two people come together, especially as children are made from this relationship. So there's a tearing in the fabric as if a fabric of the, of the body of Christ. And this shouldn't be. Your will be done. But we pray most of all is the healing of the heart of each to establish a reason doesn't need attorneys interjecting to try to intersect and try to grab property. If that's the motive in the heart, then may we rebuke it. And may the presence of the Holy Spirit be so strong and overwhelming that even if the heart has been hardened to the material desires or the whispers from the attorney are there to continue to drive into this darker realm, they will be sh shred and send asunder. That instead, the Holy Spirit will flood this moment, these engages with this time to give perspective, to give clear eyes, to give respect, and to give calm in the discussion of something that is a very emotional and very difficult path to walk. So, Father, as your will dictates, we just pray for a flooding of healing to settle in here. That what results out of this at the very least is two people that walk away having an appreciation for the love and time that they spent together and a, and a deep love and appreciation for the children that they bear. And above all, Father, we pray for a hedge of protection around the children, that they will not be influenced by deranged or derided comments about either or other parent, that they will have the clarity of heart to be able to walk this path, which is not easy on kids, to give them strength and may the, may the encounter or wherever they sit with the Holy Spirit flood them and make them stronger. And Jesus, this is one of these moments we're really asking you to be present. Present in a big way. Present that's an undeniable presence for each of them. To be able to witness and experience something greater than them to remind each one whom they serve. In Christ Jesus' name. I, I am still having issues, but last night was able to sleep soundly the entire night without waking for about seven hours. I still have pain when sitting or bending, so today I'm laying on my back and walking through the house. The pain is subsiding, so hopefully 
I will be able to heal over the next couple of days. Thank you all for healing prayers and prayers continued for continued healing. Kitty to Karen. Well, Father, whatever this pain is that's, that's causing suffering with Kitty to Karen, we rebuke it, and in the name of Jesus, we declare immediate and powerful healing over Kitty for Karen. That this healing is just, that the Holy Spirit flow through her and cleanse that body, restore that body, and may the prayers that we place upon her take away the pain and restore that body to the full perfection of kingdom as intended. You all, my brother, who is my, is a mighty man of God, is under severe attack. Short story, he has lost everything, even his wife and friends. He thought God was calling him to one place, but his migraines resurfaced. Missed interviews, has run out of money. God told him to go home. Brother Allen replies, I have no home. God, you have family. So I told him to come here. We have two empty rooms. He has had migraines and no sleep since Friday. I prayed for her, husband, for her husband's heart, and he texted me last night. We have the room. He can stay for a year, no problem. I pray for his healing and healing from his grief of losing his best friend wife. Thanks, y'all. Lil Q Remnant. Boy, Father, I'll tell you, the devil is at work these days. And it's unfortunate. This is just a word to women right now. Just please hear me. And, it, and we're, this is all coming from this prayer. Whatever reason, the devil's on the move to cause a lot of separation. And it's work, the devil's working hard through the female. And this is like going back to the garden. Temptations and the, the attack on men. It's opening the door for a tremendous attack on the mothers and the wives you need to keep your eyes on your husbands. You need to keep your eyes on the walk with Jesus. And wherever your station is, if you're, if you're alone and looking for a man, just put your eyes on Jesus and trust in God. Quit looking away. If you're with your husband and you're having challenges, look deep into his heart and look in Jesus and hold there. The devil is working overtime to divide, and we're seeing it happen. And whatever reason, I'm not a, I don't divine this answer, but it is definitely an attack coming heavier and heavier on the women. It's pretty obvious in our world, but that's a word. And for those that need to hear it, that's the word. So, Father, with little Q remnant, I'm, we're praying here for her brother, Alan. It's hard to describe the pain that men suffer when they lose, no matter the circumstance, when they lose their partner. And unfortunately, men carry a lot of quiet weight, but don't often express it. And in, as a result, men tend to walk alone and find themselves in very dark places. So, Father, we're going to begin by placing a hedge of protection around Brother Allen. We just want to imagine, we're, we're praying into, not imagining, we're, ca we're calling and declaring a powerful wall of protection around him. These migraines, there's something deep with this. It's tied both to the connection of the heart, it's also tied with the severing of a soul bond. 
But it wasn't a severing. It's a brutal cut of one. And that, that is manifesting into bad ways. So, Father, we pray for Alan in first with the hedge of protection around him, starting in the spiritual. And this hedge of protection starts in the spiritual and flows to the physical. And this hedge of protection has this wall around it with the, with the declared authority around it that any demonic force that seeks to influence, cause pain, disrupt in any form Alan's life, you'll immediately be rebuked and cast into the lake of fire. He is off limits. So, Father, we, as we pray into the physical, the spiritual, we imagine the, and see the flow of the Holy Spirit flowing from the spiritual into the physical, a cleansing and powerful wash of the body. And those migraines are just being pushed away. Not sure where those migraines are coming from, but we have to get him to have sleep. And so, Father, we pray for a restful and powerful, overwhelming sleep. Just a word, watch the salt. Don't know why, watch the salt. If you hear that, see if that applies. I have no idea. And flow through to heal Alan. And Father, the big part of this is the wound in the heart. It's like it's like a stitch that was torn open and there's an open wound there. And, the, and the, I'm telling you, the, the demons are loving this. So Father, we just pray a cleansing flow of Christ's blood over the heart to heal that wound. And the pain is not just going to go away, but to heal the wound. And then healing the wound to seal the armor so that they cannot go in. This is a hardened, even a hardened plate of armor around that heart. And Father, we just pray for a, f- a fulfilling experience with Jesus, that Alan can now have truly an understanding, a, a a deep understanding that the Holy Spirit is flowing through him to heal him. And Jesus, we ask for you to be present, to, sh- to reveal your face, to show your presence before Alan in such a mighty way that it gives him strength again. All of those doors that were closed is fine. God's led you here, Alan, for a reason, to be with family because it's the only place that you'll heal. And had you gone on those other paths and those other jobs, You would have continued to try to run away from the healing that God wanted you and needed you to do. There's something coming, but you need to heal first. So spend time here, whatever time is needed. Be blessed with a family that loves you. Take time to be nurtured and loved by the family. Step into that place. Accept it and embrace it. Not with guilt, not with shame, not with the burden of pain, but realize that God's opened this door for you because he needs you there to heal. Because what comes next, you must be healed. And this is where your healing will begin. And we say these things in Christ's name. I just learned that my niece's boyfriend found out he has leukemia. His name is Carson. And I would greatly appreciate some prayers for, the, for his healing. Unbreakable Patriot. Wow. There's just this war being waged on relationships, Father. It's unbelievable. So we're going to start again with this complete and total enveloping hedge of protection around this young man, Carson. It it flows in the spirit, flows down to the physical. So we're going to begin there. And again, from, from the spiritual to the physical, the demonic has no authority here. Completely rebuked. And any demonic force that comes near this young man, 
immediately cast to the lake of fire, bound and forever to speak the words, Jesus is Lord. Father, we pray for and declare an amazing power of healing. This is truly the, the blood of Christ flowing through the veins of Carson, restoring the depth of the bone, the marrow, which has become weakened. It's a young man now that starts to feel stronger and that the marrow becomes deeply cleansed and healed with the blood of Christ. We can see it flow through and the body begins to become stronger and the leukemia is just shed through. And there's a strong, we're praying and declaring a strong armor around him, an armor that rebukes anything from the EMF to the biology, to the biological agents, anything out there is rebuked. And this hedge of protection along with the armor is allowing the body now to re-energize. It's like watching a nuclear, nuclear explosion happening within him and growing out through his body to just shed, bring the light through everything and the heart. The heart is getting stronger and will be healed. And we, again, Jesus, we just ask that you'll be present and lay your hands on him and show your face to give this man an inspiration of the power of the Holy Spirit. Because, Father, this is one that once healed, he becomes a voice. And let him be a voice for the miracles of kingdom and the power of prayer and healing. In Christ's name. I thought about vaccine-free world. I thought being vaccine-free world kept keep me safe. I've been happily working and nourishing my garden with my daughter. Will you pray for me? Nothing slows me down. Somehow I've been stopped in my tracks by the most unbelievable fatigue. I've been checked for heart, involvement with all tests negative, not vaccinated. They call it long COVID. I caught the virus and fought against COVID con. Now am unable to be of service Please pray. P.S. It's like PSI girl. It's not long COVID and the medicine will never find this. This deals with frequencies and vibration. Whatever's going on. So a few things, a word, PSI girl. You need copper coils to be put into your garden. Just telling you. These are important. These are not only going to help your garden, it's going to help you. Copper coils, electro-gardening. Electroculture is what it's called. You can do it simply, but you need to do that. So, Father, we pray right now for a rejuvenating spirit to flow through PSI Girl. Whatever this influence is, though it seems to be something related to frequency and probably 5G, we're placing a total hedge of protection around this property. PSI girl, you need to lean in to your faith. The doctors are not going to find the problem, like I said. But you need to lean into your faith. Do a deep repentance, step by step. Walk your life. Could take you a couple of weeks. Walk your, walk your life. And the beauty is that in your fatigue, when you say you're not capable, this is one of the gifts God's given you. This is time to do a deep repentance. Pray for it step by step from your, as early as you can remember moving forward. Each crossing of moments that you come across, they remind, they put something before you to repent upon repent, bring it to the throne, ask for forgiveness, and then heal the wound with the blood of Christ and seal the armor. Your armor's become weak for whatever reason. No one's questioning your faith. It's just this happens. 
So we pray for a tremendous and powerful wall of protection around PSI Girl. Father, what flows from the Spirit flows to the earth. And so this is encompassing all. And the frequencies at the border of this hedge of protection around the property and around her personally are being are totally rebuked and disrupted. And we pray for the disruption of those frequencies. Any sort of demonic activity that's trying to piggyback on this, you are fully rebuked. PSI girl is off limits. You have no authority. Any contracts given intentionally or unintentionally are broken. PSI girl, you need to speak Jesus into the world. And as you go through your repentance, things will surface, whatever that is. And so speak Jesus and ex- and allow the power of the word of Christ to cast out whatever's in you and lean into Father more than ever. The healing centers around the relationship in Christ and to the Father. That's the true sense of healing, letting go. So, Father, we pray for this clarity, the wisdom to flow in to PSI Girl, to restore her strength, to put her eyes deeply on Christ, and to rejuvenate another one of the great soldiers in this, in this army. In Christ Jesus' name. Prayers for the county NTP's mom, who is having a sciatic flare-up, for the, the inflammation to subside and relief to be given, Nikki. Prayers for the N, for the country for the country NTP's mom. Okay, I said county. Father, we just pray for any an complete and total relief with this sciatica with country NTP's mom. So much of this is centered often around our lifestyles and our backs and our weakening bodies, but we're praying here for a powerful restoration of the body. And with sciatica, it's in the nerve level, so there's very often a burden that comes from the past, something that's holding us back. So, Father, we pray for the clarity and reveal to expose what that is so that that can be brought to the throne and dealt with. And with that, any sort of ancestral hook or lifetime hook is broken. Those chains are now severed and we pray for it. Just pray for the healing around this body, the flowing through the Holy Spirit and the restoring of this body to the perfection of kingdom, pain-free in Christ's name. Please pray. Springfield, Illinois storm damage and power out since Thursday morning and another storm front last night caused more damage and a big storm with wind and hail coming from the next hour. So much destruction, damage, it will take forever for all the repairs and power to be restored. I just heard they need to install the large power cables from the transformers down to the road before power gets fixed, and they are expecting the transformers to be fixed by Tuesday unless more issues arise after the coming storms tonight, so maybe next week sometime. It's tough, and I'm trying to keep my parents and dad with food and ice as he is using he is insulin dependent. Thank you for the prayers for the for the many in need here. That's from Patty Knight. Father 
This is an opportunity and a time now that we pray for this community to put their eyes truly on you. Not knowing this community or where things at, these sort of damages and destructions cause enormous amount of stress and panic within people's lives. It also provides the benefit of communities coming together to start re realizing their true sense and purpose in life, which is the strength in community. Father, we pray, we begin the prayer tonight for Patty, for Patty Knight. Her dedication and commitment is a prayer centered ultimately not just on the community as she graciously gives, but also in her love for her parents is evident. So, Father, we pray for a stability in the region, for any storms rolling in to be pushed and rebuked and disrupted. We don't want them going to hurt another community. We want to see these storms disrupted. For the power crews that are working, we just pray for a miracle of speed, that the restoration of power can happen quickly, and that the community can come together in, in, in a way that has never before seen. These moments, Father, in my heart, you're showing me again and again that these moments, as difficult as they are, are about rebuilding the kingdom. And the kingdom isn't in the physical things. The kingdom is in the love in the heart, the love for one another, to love thy neighbor. For Patty, we pray for strength because this is a heavy weight to bear, especially working with your parents and trying to keep them with food and with insulin. We pray for resources, Father. Resources wherever they come from to flood into this community, to overwhelm them with the basics that they need. So, Patty, just as a word, we need to know where you are. Send out an address, something, so people can start opening their hearts to flood. What flows from kingdom flows into the physical world. And there's a calling on people's hearts to help, but they need to know where to give it, where to go, what to do. Again, Father, this is about building kingdom. You're showing me that. And so we pray that this, these instances like this will build the, the fellowship, expand it, reconnect people, even communities that are miles or hours or, or days away that have a heart to help. We start to weave together a greater unity within the body of Christ that is outside of this architecture of federal nonsense and, and emergency management and so forth. So we pray for this community. We pray for massive and powerful restoration in this community, miracle-level experiences, power back on, and resources flowing in at an unprecedented level. But most important in all of this, Father, we pray for the fear that's in people's hearts to be washed away, to stand now boldly in, in this hour, to look to you and to understand that the prayers that we speak, the prayers that we bless, the prayers that we declare are also flowing through all of them to a look on heaven, to flood this community with what it needs and to restore this community truly as a kingdom space, a city with, of the light on the hill. Hi all, pray with me. I have a Facebook friend that is gay. His name is Tyler. He graduated at the same time as my daughter, so I've known him for a long time. It's been in my heart to talk to him, an assignment from God. Today was the day to step out in obedience with faith. My message to him was that God has given me the assignment to reach out to him, and I asked him if God had ever given him an assignment. I asked him a question so I could get a response. His answer, no, I haven't, but thank you. That's all he wrote. I ended with Jesus must be Jesus must be praying for you because we why else would I be reaching out to him I also told him he is worthy and asked him to reflect on this 
No further words from Tyler at this time. Please join me in prayer that Tyler be delivered from sexual immorality. He really is just a very kind person, and his soul is precious to God. Father, we ask and lay hands on Tyler today that he hear your voice and return back to you, that he be delivered from the gay lifestyle and that he come into a relationship with you. Create in him a clean heart, a born-again heart, and help him to live his life in obedience to you. Help him to feel worthy to, to come humbly before your throne in repentance. We ask that you give the next words to him to help him and that he begins the conversation with you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Could you please add to the prayer requests? I'll get to that in a minute. Okay, there's a whole bunch of other things we'll get to in a minute. Okay, I'm just going to make a statement on this prayer because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the prayer the way I'm comfortable doing it. We walk a very dangerous line when we start asking for people to be saved and return to the to God. This gets into what is people don't realize is how much we are doing literally spell casting. And spell casting is evil. God gave us free will. And it's important that we always respect free will in our prayers. And this prayer has a little bit of both. So this is not a rebuke, but it's just a statement to be very clear. When we start asking God to bring people to Jesus, we're asking God to override their free will. And that can't be. So I'm happy to pray for this young man, Tyler. And where my prayer will be is this. And you're welcome to join. Father God, we pray for this young man, Tyler. And by testimony we have from song scripture in my thoughts, as a testimony that he's a good young man. We also know that the lifestyles that people are in are not genetic. You don't make imperfection. And we are very clear that this type of lifestyle is sinful. Father, we also know that each one of us is blessed with free will. Unfortunately, in this world, free will is distorted because we don't have a balanced view on this world. Our world is tilted one way or another. So we begin this prayer with a prayer for restoration of clarity, essentially a balancing of the scales. That Tyler be given a clear view as to who he is, where he is in kingdom, and an experience with the Holy Spirit to literally show him the power of true love and the might of the one true God. That would be you, Father, obviously. And so, Father, with that, we ask that this experience be truly one of significance. There won't be any question when that experience is done whom the one true God is, what true love is, and what sin is. From that point, Father, that will allow Tyler to make a decision from his heart as he has. And may that also be part of the clarity of this experience. That Tyler is given a moment of clarity, that he has the choice, a choice of free will. But that there are consequences to the choices that we make. So we do pray, Father, that he has a clear view on what stands before him. To allow him to make a choice not anchored by the sexual desires and the corruption that that brings, not distorted by the influences of ideologies that seep in like religions into our head, but a clear view of the world to understand the right and the wrong 
the sin and the sinful, the sins of the sinful, and what it is that's required. And with that, may he be overwhelmed with an understanding that it also requires an effort on our part to seek truth. So the prayers that are being given for him to pray for him, may those prayers continue. But most importantly, may Tyler be given a clarity in his station in life to understand which master he will serve. Excuse me. <clears throat> Give me a second here. My throat just got tight. That's the devil working, man. You be gone, devil. I'm taking my voice today. And additional prayers are asked. Could you please add to the prayer request? My daughter, Amanda, has been having hip pain, both hips, and a headache for three weeks now. Please pray she is delivered from pain. People noticing a pattern here? That's a ton of headaches and hip pain right now, which makes me think that this is a lot of frequency stuff going on here, which we can rebuke. Father, we pray for Amanda. And that's the daughter of a song, scripture, and my thoughts. We pray for her. We just overwhelm Amanda with this, the power and glory of love and the Holy Spirit. And we declare healing over her. And whatever is causing these pains, which seem to may very possibly be frequency driven, we're setting a powerful hedge of protection around her to rebuke that and to disrupt those frequencies and to keep her in truly like a beautiful bubble of love from the Holy Spirit surrounding her to allow this pain to go away, the headaches to dissipate, and the hip pain to dissipate to where she can stand clearly, walk smoothly, and have the lifted the burden lifted upon her. And any demonic influence that's around her, we rebuke it. And we declare in the name of Jesus that if you come near this girl, off you go down the little rabbit hole, down to the lake of fire where you will roast in hell and forever speak the words, Jesus is king. Second prayer request from Song Scripture in My Thoughts. My great, my great grandson, Ezekiel, is three months old and was born with foreskin problems, but was born too small to have it dealt with when he was born. It is beginning to really be a problem now. I ask for prayers for supernatural healing so he doesn't need surgery. Thank you. Well, Father... And just lay hands over Ezekiel as we pray into him and we just watch the blood of Christ flow across him and through him. And Jesus, this is a young man. We just pray for your presence here to show your face, to touch him, to let him truly feel the power of your love and the might of you as Lord. And Father, we declare healing over this young man to restore him, to leave him without need for surgery, to be miraculous, a miracle-type healing of doctors are just stunned and don't know how it happened, to remove any pain, to restore his body to what he needs, and the perfection is kingdom intended. And through this, to have a true feeling and understanding and experience with you, Jesus, that he understands deeply where this miracle of healing came from, to spark with him in him the fire and passion of the Holy Spirit, and to lead him into a place where he will understand truly the nature of healing, the power of healing, 
and be able to speak testimony to that into the world. In Christ Jesus' name. Prayer request for Friday, please, dear family. My friend's daughter, Sarah, and her husband adopted two sisters who were removed from a drug-addicted mother. Sarah took the jab because she wanted to stay alive for her daughters. The younger is particularly challenged and will need a mother for a long time to come. Sarah now is has intestinal cancer. And I'm afraid she'll go down the NHS route, as they say, an operation is needed. Prayers to, for a complete healing, please. Father God knows what beautiful hearts Sarah and her husband, Jared, Gerard, excuse me, have. They love these children so much. I am praying with the authority given to us all by our Lord Jesus, but this needs the mighty prayers of Bard's prayer warriors. Well, we're in for it. That eyes will be opened and complete healing will ensure these children do not lose two mothers in a short time. The whole family are regular churchgoers, but unfortunately, it's a compromised church. D. Trotman. Ugh. Father, I'm going to begin this prayer today. Just, I want to focus on the church. And truly, this is a, this is a judgment on shepherds. I want to pray for the shepherds of that church that pushed this vax or encouraged it or didn't stand up against it to have a true confrontation experience before placed before them of the power of the Holy Spirit and what exactly was expected of them as in the scriptures of what was expected of them as stewards and shepherds of the church. These things, Father, you know very well in my heart that they truly they get under my skin. And because these were the duty and tasking of the church should have been and always should be healing. So we just pray for a amazing and powerful experience that the shepherds of the church will now be confronted with a choice to understand whom they've been serving and whom they must serve. And in so doing, right the church, restore the church to the true message and power of the, of the Lord Jesus so that they're speaking truth to power and standing up to tyranny and leading this church into the power and glory of healing. There's something powerful here that this church can revive, but it needs the shepherds to be restored. And we pray into that that the shepherds of this church be restored. We pray for Sarah and her husband. It is obvious that they have a beautiful heart of Christ. In all of this time and the things that we're now talking about with Operation Vineyard, Father, this is an example of exactly what you placed on my heart. Two people willing to take in children that have been victimized by a system at a time and take them into their home and love them as their own, to raise them as their own, and to give them a loving environment to where they can truly heal and restore the children. This mistake was made, Father. And through this, there's an opportunity to do something greater. We declare healing. Be it your will over Sarah. We declare healing. Powerful, restorative, immediate healing with the blood of Christ. 
And we just pray that the Holy Spirit will flow through here. There'll be no more cancer. There's no need. It's not even going to be her choice. They're going to go to do surgery and discover that there's no need for the surgery. This cancer is completely flushed out of her, that the Holy Spirit flows through her, that the blood of Christ covers her. And Jesus, we ask for a presence here. We ask for a presence for them both to witness you. A presence is so profound, a calming love that overwhelms them, that humbles them, that breaks them, that reminds them of the deviation, but returns them to the trust in you for all things. And in so doing, become an example for the church that now can be restored as an example of true healing, not through the medical institution, not through NIH or NHS, but rather to have all in that church witness a true healing miracle. And with that, a deeper understanding of what kingdom is asking us all to do, to open our doors to the children. Let these two people, Father, be the agents of change for a church that is so in need of it. And may the shepherds witness this. May the egos be cast out for the shepherds to stand up with this and try to rebuke it or hesitate to it or try to command the presence because they are in the pulpit seat. May they be rebuked, be reminded by the Holy Spirit and ultimately pushed out of this church. But let this church now become sacred ground for for you, Father. A restoration of this church in the mightiness of the kingdom. May the light of the kingdom, the Holy Spirit, flow through this church, touch the hearts of all in that congregation and bring them to their feet in the understanding of the power of healing and trust in you, Father. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Good afternoon, Bards family. Scott, Olivia, update. She has been moved to another facility that can take care of her dialysis and tracheotomy. She is breathing approximately 75% on her own. However, the doctors say that since her pupils are fixed, that it may may be time to let her go. I advised her mother Rose to go to get on her face before father and seek his will for her life. Asking for continued prayers, it breaks my heart because Rose doesn't know the Lord like we do. Thank you and God bless all who have dedicated time. It means so much to me. Love you all. Renee. Wow. Father, it breaks our heart when we hear of a young child that is in a state like this. But there's just a time now that some decision is going to have to be made. We don't know your will here. But we also know that sometimes there's something greater than we may appreciate. We pray truly for what is right here. If a child is suffering and cannot be restored or by your, by your will, Father, is not to be restored, then please bring that child home. If this child is to be restored, then let it be restored. And we pray for immediate and miraculous healing. And yet there's another path that perhaps this child is supposed to be as it is as a way to bring everyone in this family closer to you. I, this is unclear. But either way, Father, we also, as we pray for this child and its well-being, we don't want any pain and suffering. 
We've prayed for the healing of this young child. And unfortunately, there's only there seems to be a wall that we're hitting, and, and that's not clear why. So we pray through a, for a breakthrough, whatever that is, to break the strongholds. And maybe that's just it, Father. That's the message. What do we want? We know what we want. We want this child restored. So forgive me for my hesitation. Forgive me for my questioning. Forgive me for my hesitation for declaring prayer, Father. Please hear my heart. We must pray and we declare with the blood of Christ, with all of our effort, a miraculous and powerful healing for this young child. And in the process, a testimony that sits before the mother put her eyes on Christ as a result to realize where that healing came from. But Father, we declare healing over this child. This is what we want. Our declaration given by the authorities given to us by Jesus and the blood of the cross to flow through and onto this child from, from heaven to earth. Let it flow through. Let the Holy Spirit flow through. Let the eyes begin to work again. The brain begin to function again. The child begin to speak out again. May the restoration of this child be complete, not caught in between as it is now, but fully complete as a child to become a miracle child, a child that knows in its heart where the power of healing came from, a child that will grow to be strong and mighty in the kingdom, a child that will speak boldly into the world. That's our heart, Father. And in Jesus' name, we declare these things. Amen. Praise report, praise request, or prayer request. A few weeks ago, you beautiful souls prayed for a dear friend and her daughter over in England, Naomi and Olivia. They were told they had to move by their, by their landlord who had just quit the military. Olivia was also dealing with health issues. Amazing news is that the landlord moved heaven and earth to secure a second property where he and his family, he and his family would move into, meaning that Naomi and Olivia don't have to move. The problem that made things so stressful for all of us all is that there's a housing crisis going on in England. How beautiful is our God that both families have a place to call home and lay their heads down at night. Amen, Father. Thank you for that. Serious prayers, though, needed for Olivia. Her asthma kicked into overdrive with, with a severe attack, and long story short, Naomi had to drive herself to the ER as the ambulance was going to take too long. From what Naomi describes, it sounds like Olivia was headed downhill very quickly. She'd called in, in, in to alert the hospital, and apparently they'd watched the CCTV so that, that as soon as Naomi pulled in, they were there to scoop her up, Olivia, and getting, get working on her. From what Naomi described, it was bad. From Naomi, upon arrival, her oxygen was an alarming 84% and her chest was silent. No audible wheeze due to complete lack of airflow to the lungs. She was very, very poorly displaying inky symptoms of severe fatigue and struggling to respond or stand. She's back home and currently going through various inhaler therapies to stabilize her body and strengthen her lungs, but it's been tough as these were revisits, as there are revisits to the hospital. 
During this ordeal, Naomi mentioned that she's in constant prayer and feels Holy Spirit guiding her and giving her strength, including the trek to the ER. She's, she had a co-pilot. She never once lost faith and asked why. She never, lo- ever, never lost faith and asked why. That said, some may ask why, but she has no answer. Olivia's school needed to learn the hard lesson, hard as is seeing how serious her asthma is and talking it and taking it more seriously. They've been supportive and accommodating to her needs and patient with absences. Olivia loves Jesus with all her young heart and the auntie in me can't help but believe that she has chosen to endure this trial so that the lesson can be learned for other children who may go through similar situations in the future and she and her mama can be shining examples of the trust in our loving Father and His will. Olivia's current dealing, currently dealing with deep fatigue and effects from various therapies, so prayers for healing and much-deserved rest and rejuvenation would be so greatly appreciated. Mama, could you also use some prayers for continued well? Prayers for continued well. Mama bears strength as a result as well. I have no words for how much... I love you all. Meg. Father, this is one of the precious little ones that has what we all talk about so much, a mama bear. Father, we declare with the blood of Christ the authorities given to us in all limits given to us, a miraculous, powerful, and restorative healing of this young little girl, Naomi. Olivia, excuse me, Father, Olivia. May the Holy Spirit fill her and take this young child and restore her. There seems to be something in the stress of the moment of the housing issue that probably triggered this asthma. And that's when the demons flow the most. They take advantage of the, of the young and the innocent. So, Father, we establish a powerful hedge of protection around her, around this child and around Naomi, the mother. And we rebuke any sort of demonic influence, any contract made intentionally or unintentionally, and any chains that are binding them are broken and cut Any ancestral influences are severed. And we pray the power of the Holy Spirit to flow into this space from heaven to earth. Any demonic activity on this that comes near this child or this mother, you are immediately sent to the lake of fire, rebuked and cast cast there to speak the words for eternity, Jesus is Lord. This wall of protection is massive, it's powerful, it's thick, it's vibrant with the energy of the Holy Spirit, and it will continue to resonate healing through this entire family and the spaces in which they live. We pray and thank you, Father, for the heart of the landlord who gave an effort, miraculous effort, to move his family to ensure that Naomi and Olivia would have a place to live. And so, Father, as we pray and and praises here, we just we also know that this flow of healing is coming. 
There's some legacy issues there from the land and so forth that are now cleansed and pushed away, that the Holy Spirit is there. And we pray for an army of war angels to sit guard around this property and around this family. There will be no entrance of evil upon them. And Jesus, we ask you to just be present to lift this child in your arms, to hold her and to give her the blessing of healing for the entire body. And in so doing, let her see your face. Let her see your face to know truly the power of the Lord and, and what you bring. May this family be kept safe. May the mother, Naomi, be restored to the full strength. May Olivia be a child that now becomes an example for other children. One that now people understand have asthma, but now that one that goes through the miracles of healing that now can speak testimony into the power of the Lord and the Holy Spirit in this world. And may she be an inspiration to other children to put their eyes on Jesus, to then build a small army of Jesus' healing, loving children. Eyes on kingdom, the preciousness of the little one's father, as you so remind us. May she be a true symbol of what this fight is all about. To rescue, to heal, and to restore. In Christ Jesus' name. Scott, I've been listening to you for four years because Father led me to you. You've been blessing to me and my family. Most of my family did not get vaccinated because of your warnings. My daughter and her family did not heed the warning. She is now finding out what happened and the lies that were told to her. Her health isn't good, so she's seeking alternative medicine. Please pray for healing. She turned away from Jesus because of religion and because I don't teach her I didn't teach her about it, about him. Now she's questioning. Thank you. Debbie Barbary. Barbary. Debbie, that is, don't hold the burden. The word is don't hold the burden for not teaching her. The religion's a broken institution. It provides horrible examples of what the relationship with Christ is about. So, Father, we pray for healing for Debbie's daughter. We declare healing over her, with the blood of Christ to flow through her and to heal her fully. And like so many things, Father, we just ask that this, these lies be stripped away, that there can be clarity of sight, that the scales be drawn away. The choice is hers of whether to follow or to walk away. But, Father, we can't have people that want to follow if they've been told lies and they can't see the door. So we pray for healing, a person who has been distorted, misled, and we pray this with a forgiving and loving heart. We fought this war so hard, and it's painful to witness now those that were misled. But let our love, let our compassion for our Lord and Savior, let our love and passion for you, Father, flow through and be felt. Let that be understood that a life of forgiveness and seeking a path with Jesus is so fulfilling and rewarding. Let the two paths be revealed in the fullness for what they are. The real issue here is healing comes through an acceptance of truth. And there we can choose. So Father, we pray for a flowing of truth, a flowing of truth that will reveal before her truly where one path leads 
and where one and the other goes, knowing that if most people of reasonable heart will always seek that of the most love and let her see that power of love, but that we feel that we have the compassion that we have and the understanding of the decisions that were made. And through this, let her make have an encounter to really witness the power of the Holy Spirit so that the choices that are made here going forward will be made truly with clear eyes and a healed heart. Amen. Okay, it looks like we have one more. We have a couple more, actually. Prayer for A.J. Colon. Well, if you all could pray for me and share any leads on new jobs, that would be great. The meager, the manager that was in today tried to start telling me how I needed to wash dishes that I have been doing for almost four years now with no issues and used a harsh tone, so I clapped back. Then he tried to tell me to clock, to clock out and go home, and I said, no, this is all I have right now. It's, it's a big blow. So he threw me out. So he threw out that he would call the cops on me for not leaving and for shouting at him. So yeah, going to have to find something ASAP in the energy corridor of Houston or online. Thanks in advance. Also big prayers needed. Thanks. Father, this is one of these very difficult moments we're having here all over. And we just pray for A.J. Colon and pray that as he steps out here, just to begin with a, with a loving and forgiving heart. These jobs aren't easy. These moments are trying. And right now, this is one of these moments that for whatever has caused this conflict, it's very important. This is a word, AJ, just to let it go. Pray into it. Breathe. Pray. And just pray for the person that was you've had conflict with. Don't carry the anger and the burden upon you. And Father, we just ask that this, this soul here that is just trying to get by just feels that warmth of the Holy Spirit and open the next door for him. As we bump into these things, we often know that that's not, that's done for so much of a reason. These aren't accidents. These are intentional, especially in this day so much. And that as one door closes, another will open that only you can open. So Father, we pray that that door will open whether it's a lead from somebody on, the, on, the, on this network, whether it's an opportunity unforeseen, whether it's something that, that it just inspires him that he never thought he could do before. Father, we just pray for this moment to flood into the heart, to heal the heart, to lift off the burdens, to understand that even the testimony speaks to a job that he needed to leave. Four years. And it's not that it's bad, but that isn't the fulfillment of kingdom. You did not put us here just to wash dishes. You put us here to do great things. So AJ word is lean into father, trust in him, put your love into him and understand that this difficult moment, if you hang on to the burden of the anger or frustration, it's going to hold you there. Let it go and let the door open so that father can lead you into a new space, a powerful one. 
And we bless that, Father. We bless that with the authorities given to us, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So, Patriots, I have a, one last prayer today. And this is a personal one with a lot of the guys I know. And this is just going to be kind of a, it's an unnamed specific prayer, but it's for a community of people that I love dearly. These are people that have literally operated at the point of the spear. Special operators, special forces, Delta guys, SEALs. And their hearts are beginning to awaken. But it's a difficult time because finances are stressful, big decisions, hard times. Some people have families at a critical moment in, in high school and so forth. And to make some of these decisions, as hard as it is, they are decisions that are have them torn between their oath and what is doing right. It's equally difficult at times to appreciate that where they are provides some of the greatest opportunity for us to gain information for a positioning of a change. And so they carry a big burden on their heart, conflicted between their oath and their love of nation, their respect for America, and not really knowing where to turn. These are difficult times for everybody. But this community doesn't get recognized much. We beat on it. We talk about it. We talk about the evils of federal government. We talk about the evils of what goes on in our military. But there's some really good people in the ranks and people in the military-industrial complex, equally good people. So just ask today, Patriots, that we pray for them. Pray for clarity. We pray for the clarity that will settle upon their heart that only Father God can provide. To have them see clearly what station they're at, to lift their hearts and their passions and their desires up through the oath and the commitment, first and foremost, to their service to kingdom. And Father, we ask for your blessings for each one to give them clarity and discernment of what they need to do next to understand that in this hour, we need warriors. And that some of these decisions have to be made that go beyond what we're comfortable doing, that money can't be a driving factor. And this means many times having to give up a lot when many of them have already sacrificed an enormous ma amount and have only fought to get back to where they found a bit of sanity. So Father, we pray for an absolute healing over their hearts a washing away from the burdens of experiences that they carry from the past, a, a spark of fire that w works up within them, not with vengeance, but with the righteousness of being a warrior in kingdom. For the anchors, those chains that are binding them to the memories of things of the past that cause them stresses may lead them to do things like drinking or smoking obsessively or whatever that is. May those chains be broken. May the people that have the heart to speak deliverance be put in their path. And may the strengthening of these warriors be revived in a greater level to fight truly under the banner of Christ. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. All right, patriots, this is a wonderful day again. Nice set of prayers. So thank you always. So Fridays are just a wonderful day. So we'll close with this prayer. Father, as we've come to you today with our hearts opened, we've walked into this space as you have commanded us to do to master the loving and forgiving heart. Each week, Father, we come deeper into that place. 
and we confront challenges that every one of us at one point or another will face or have faced. And each week we're reminded of the power of the prayer, the power of the sword of the spirit to overcome anything this world can cast at us. No weapon forged against us shall succeed. Father, we pray, pray a blessing of mercy over this nation. In an hour and a time when there seems to be so much chaos, you're blessing us with new sight and vision of how to raise up an army, how to save the children, and how to restore a nation in one stroke. So, Father, we pray for that. I pray for Operation Vineyard. We pray for it to be the spark that ignites the passions to step in to the work for kingdom. We pray that we the spark to unite the heart within the church, the true church, and to bring that new church to the surface to be the foundation for a restored America. We pray for whatever resources that each one needs to flow with, just flow without limit so that the, each step that we make will be met by the, need, the, the needs that we have will be met. And that with this, we can continue to rapidly and ferociously build a network as you've placed upon us that can now stand mightily against this evil and work aggressively to righting ills and healing wounds as we rescue, heal, and restore the children, the families, and a nation. Guide us in this hour, Father. Bless us all who have been here today with your wisdom and eyes to see. And Jesus, we just thank you for all that's been given and is blessed. May your love continue to flow over us. May your banner fly high above us. And may our eyes never leave you. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right, patriots. I hope you have a very blessed rest of the day. I'll be back here this evening for Bards FM. Until then, or the, until the next time, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you this evening for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. 
Therefore, they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 